Yes, yes, yes. That's what we're talking about today. The man in the mirror. Welcome to another episode of Brood Awakenings, where we talk about some of the important stuff in our nutritional world while sipping on something brewed. So, a little story time, I guess. Talking to, um, talking to a friend earlier this week, and they were like, you know, I failed this weekend. I, uh, I didn't fast on Sunday. I had breakfast with my kids. And I sort of, I patted them on the shoulder and I was like, that's fantastic, man. Don't worry about a thing. But thank you. Because I have, um, you just solidified the topic for this week's podcast for me. Like, <laughs> nailed it right there. Um, I had been kind of going back and forth on it anyway. And that one, just after that, it was like, okay, got this, got to talk about this. Perfection, progress, and positivity. Those three things. They're going to get in your way if you believe that not being perfect is failure. Not making progress is failure. And not being positive is failure. It, we've kind of created this culture where you know we're supposed to be good at things almost immediately. And the trying, the practice, uh, all of that stuff sort of falls out the window. We think we start a program, boom, I got this. I'm just going to do it. If, if I put my energy in, it's going to be great. And it just doesn't work like that. I mean, nutrition is, I mean, it's a four-year education plus more, <laughs> plus experience. And you can't... You can't expect to go from zero to 60 overnight and just change all of your habits and be super perfect. I mean, nothing in this world is perfect. And if you're constantly chasing perfection, you're going to set yourself up for failure. Same thing with progress. If you're constantly chasing this like better than yesterday mentality, I'm telling you, everything peaks. Your strength peaks, your cardio respiratory endurance at some point will peak. Your ability to perform your job will peak. The job will change. And you may or may not be able to keep up. All of these things are going to happen. They're realities that we have to deal with. And we can't necessarily make progress every single day. And so sometimes just staying the same or maintaining our space is actually the goal. That is our progress, right? Um, or at some point, even as we age... The idea is not to descend into fragility and become more and more fragile. The idea is to stave off that aging process. You know, right now we might be focused on getting stronger and building up and keeping up with our kids, but at some point it's just, can I get off the couch in order to cook myself dinner and keep my home clean and maintained and all this stuff? And so we look at progress a little different in that way. And this culture of endless positivity, oh my goodness, man, kills me. I, I get real passionate about this one because, you know, yes, looking on the bright side of things can be very helpful, but it can also be incredibly tethering 
Like it can really hold you back from getting through some stuff that you need to go through. You know, someone that you love passes away and people want you to put a smile on your face and like be happy. And I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. Now, back to work on Monday. Um, you okay? <laughs> you should be. Why not? Why aren't you okay? Like be, be positive. Things are going to be great. Things are going to, of course, they're going to be eventually, but let me go through this. And in that way, you know, being productive um, and actually working through those emotions and things of that nature becomes the way to go. And so, yeah, it helps to be positive more often than not. But we can't be perfect about our positivity either. We can't be perfect about our progress. So perfection becomes one of those things that really gets in our way. And there's a ton. There's actually clinical research to show that, like, Trying to be perfect prevents people from starting new things. It prevents people from finishing things. And, uh, I mean, they have mental health disorders around it where it actually promotes obsessive compulsive behaviors where you put blinders on for this one thing and then miss out on others. And... It just, I guess, a little story like the valedictorian from my high school. It was an incredibly memorable speech for me. Um, she was, I mean, from a stature perspective, she was a small person, probably four and a half feet. And the, her book bag was almost as, as big as she was when she walked the hallways. And, and she had this like really high, sort of soft voice. And she, she never spoke ill of anyone incredibly sweet to everyone. Everyone loved her. Um, I think a lot of people aspired to perform the way that she did and were inspired by her academic performances. She was simply incredible. And she got up there and we expected this, this big speech about, you know, going forth and kicking butt in college and in some ways it was, but incredibly unexpectedly, she had prepared this speech where she talked about how her obsession with perfection and academics led to missing out on so many things socially and spiritually in her life. Um, with sports and, and friends and family and the the pursuit the pursuit of perfection led her there and I it was just this incredibly self-aware moment where she was kind of and I mean it impacted me pretty heavily at the time but she was conveying to us to go hard and do wonderful things but to always stay grounded and remember our priorities. And so from that day forward, it was sort of this, uh, it was a very different attitude, I think, because I was very much like her in a lot of ways leading into my senior year in high school. That was kind of when I started to take on the same attitude as her. And uh, consistently perform the fundamentals surrounding your priorities. Consistently perform the fundamentals associated with your priorities and do them well. It's a, it's a more often than not proposition where 
whatever it is that's important to you, you figure out what's fundamental to making that uh, something that you can do and do well, and then consistently doing it so that it's not an incredibly crazy, obsessive piece in your life that starts to get in the way of other things. And when we're looking at parenting, when we're looking at nutrition, when we're looking at schedules and business and where our energy goes, you know, there's only so many things you can fit inside of a schedule. And your values are going to determine which things remain. And those values, those are your priorities. And everyone's are different. And that's one of the things that I, that I actually seek here in the coaching is to learn a lot about your values and your priorities and help you create plans and look at your food a little differently so that that becomes a piece in your life that supports your life and is a part of the rest of, uh, sorry, uh, a piece of the rest of your life rather than becoming this incredibly obsessive focus. And that conversation really did it for me the other day where he was like, oh, you know, I, I failed. I had breakfast with my kids. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, man. I'm doing something wrong here because I have not conveyed how important your values are to you in that moment and how little that one day matters in the grand scheme of health and nutrition because the act of sitting down with your family and, and enjoying that time and those moments is incredibly important. And so if we can extract the benefits from the fasting while also maintaining those moments, boom. You know, I had another person that was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this because my eating window isn't supposed to start until 1230, but my lunch at work is 1130 and it's like, boom. Then we start at 11.30 because that's we have priorities in life. And if that's the way the lunch schedule works, boom, that's our lunch schedule. And that's just what we are going to do. Um, these propositions are not all or nothings. They're not about perfection and they're not about making constantly progressing. Should I get into that one? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to get into it just a little bit. But... It, Going back, it's it's not all about perfection. I never want it to be all about perfection. And if you try to make it all about perfection, you're going to turn tail and run the other way um, because it's just not going to work out at some point. They're going it's it's going to compete with something else that something else might win, and then there's feelings of guilt and anxiety about that, and that starts to become a negative spiral. And what we want to do is just kick those negative spirals in the teeth by understanding as long as we are consistently performing the fundamentals more often than not, we are good to go. Um, when we're talking about making progress literally every day, you know, the whole better than yesterday mentality, you've always got to be doing one-upping yourself. Um, I mean, it's impossible right? It's impossible to constantly become better. You're going to peak. Oh, I guess I did hit on this earlier, so I'm not going to go over it again. But I really, I wanted to take the time this week to convey, especially coming out of the July 4th holiday, I wanted to convey the idea that as long as we are consistently performing the fundamentals, you know, getting, getting good sleep, um, eating well and close to plan and averaging things out and balancing. Maybe you had a big day here and a small day there. It's not really a big deal. 
Because over time, if we're consistently performing the fundamentals, we're going to get we're going to do things, um, they're going to become a part of our life and a part of our habits. And that is the most important part because those habits, that's, they become who we are. And if our habits are in line with our values, then we're going to be healthy and happy individuals all the way until the day we die. And that is all she wrote for this podcast, guys. Thank you so much. I will see you next week.